What's up, guys? I'm Chelsea Hernandez, music editor at Swagger RS, and you're now tuned into my podcast, Time Out, where I have conversations with music-related subjects about their workings in music. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's Chelsea Hernandez, music editor with Swagger RS, and today we have Trevor Daniel, who just released a song with Julia Michael. Michaels, sorry. How are you? I'm doing great. How, how about you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, thanks so much for coming on. Um, before we get started on the music stuff, I wanted to kind of get your background. Um, I know you grew up in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. So what was the music scene like there? Like, how did that kind of, did that influence you at all in your music today? Yeah. Um, growing up in Houston, like, you know, obviously, like, there's a very particular sound with Houston with like the chopped and screwed stuff um, and I really enjoyed that uh, and like I got influenced from a bunch of things like especially like old trance music and like old punk music and everything but like in particular Houston you know it, it just like really inspired me as far as like just like slowing things down like on tape and like records and things like that uh, I really I really like this way that sounds and thing and then obviously like Travis and you know Don Tolliver and Beyonce and everybody has taken it like in their own way like of inspiration and everything and just branched out and everything so I'm just trying to do that with my own stuff so yeah, yeah. nice okay so how old were you when you started making music and how did you start making music um well I started like, I guess, I guess I was really young. Like, I played drums uh, at church and stuff, like, when I was probably, like, fourth grade is when I started trying to play. Um, and then, like, I started, like, I found this, like, burnt CD that my dad had of this this dude named DJ Icy um it was like this like I guess it's like techno I guess you could categorize it as and uh, I would just like rap over those beats and stuff in like 2004 and I remember um uh, like like I would just like show all my dad's friends like <laughs> uh and they were like because I would be like oh yeah I just found a bunch of beats and um and they were like oh this sounds like so-and-so so-and-so's beats and they were obviously but like to me I just found these beats I didn't know who they were outside of it just saying DJ Icy on there I was like yeah like he made the beats like (laughs) but um yeah so I mean that was kind of like the start of really when I just started doing stuff but um probably at like 15 I started actually messing around with uh garage band and everything and um but that was that was like that was on my stepmom's computer because uh like I had this other computer and my screen like worked like this much um so and it was like this program called Mixcraft 5 and the rest of the screen was all like glitched out so Um, I had to minute I had to minimize the screen to like this much and then like when I would sign in it would take like 30 minutes because I was trying to make sure I clicked the 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 user thing um 
but yeah so like throughout the night sometimes I would like move the mouse so it wouldn't lock um it, it was it was wild but yeah probably like 15 is when I started doing it every single day um so and I'm 26 now so oh same yeah. just me. cool oh nice yeah awesome so like when did you, I guess, decide that that was something that you wanted to do for a living? Like, when did you decide you wanted to be an artist? Um, I always wanted to be an artist, like, when I was, like, a little kid and everything. Um, but I also wanted to play football. So, like... Oh, very yeah. different. Yeah, it's, like, completely opposite. Yeah. But, um, like, I really, you know, like, that that was just something I really had fun playing and like I was I was pretty good at it and uh like yeah so that was just like the um well because in like 10th grade um basically like okay so ninth grade I moved to Louisiana for a little bit for like I guess like one school year and then um like when I went back to Houston I guess they didn't accept my credits or something like that because oh they didn't like, like transfer over or something stupid like that. Yeah, so basically for the rest of high school I wouldn't have like enough time to do the athletics class which was mm-hmm. where football would be. Yeah. So basically I wouldn't be able to ever practice which essentially means I wouldn't be able to play. Yeah. Um so when they didn't accept my credits um, I convinced my dad to like let me go into homeschool, um, and then I finished school in like a year, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, and I like graduated early, and uh, you know all the answers were in the back of the book, uh, and they never asked me to show my work, so um, I graduated in like a year. Oh and my then, god! <laughs> yeah, I mean it was probably more like eight months, but um, yeah my girlfriend at the time her and I would just like sit there and just like like knock out all the work for like six months at a time and uh yeah and then I would just turn it in and the like yeah it was it was crazy I don't even know how that like was legal but I mean it's not but <laughs> what are they gonna do now I guess exactly it's not like <laughs> they can take away your high school diploma or something stupid so yeah it doesn't really yeah. matter now um but that's cool okay so big jump I guess from football to music um what's your kind of like songwriting process like how do you get in the zone and then like I don't like yeah just how how is that for you um I think it's all over the place um I don't really have much structure because like sometimes like I'll just write random things that I think about throughout the day like in my notes um or like or like I'll say something like accidentally and like it's like a a good topic uh or or like one of my friends will like I don't know just like say something that I like um that like I relate to um and then I'll just like jot it down and it's not necessarily like a song lyric or anything it'll just be like um 
just like uh, random thoughts yeah just like random thoughts like the other day I was in the studio and uh like it was like midnight and the session was supposed to be over I think at 11 but we were still in there like making stuff and then everybody started to kind of pack up and then uh one of my other homies like opened up this beat um he wanted to show me uh because like my other friend like sent him like this guitar that I really liked and then he put the drums over it and then I was like yo let me like jump in there really quick before we leave and then my other friend who was like engineering I don't know if this is getting confusing no it's it's not (laughs) yeah my writing process is kind of like how I talk all over the place so like um but uh my friend Friday was like uh he was like just when we thought it was over and then like I was like yeah that's sick and then we just like made a whole song like like based off of like him talking about like just when we thought we were gonna leave the studio basically but yeah it had nothing to do with leaving the studio but um it just like sparked an idea and then sometimes I'll just like like if I don't have anything directly to say but I'm like inspired right then like melodically or something I'll go in and I'll just like record melodies and then uh, try to get the energy um, that it makes me feel out and then because I feel like the energy and like the melodies like tell the story like the same amount if not more than the lyrics so like sometimes the energy will be there and um, like I can add the lyrics later and I don't overthink it so much. I'm not trying to match a melody to a certain amount of syllables or whatever. Like that drives me insane. Like I, I hate overthinking it like that. Cause yeah. And it, it takes too long. And I'm like, like, I feel like I haven't said what I had to say the right way or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. So interesting. Yeah. I mean, every, it's so like cool to hear, how every artist's process is like different. And I feel like you're, it's, I mean, I obviously like don't know you, but like it kind of seems like your personality and your process match up. So that's, it's interesting. It, that's what it seems like to me. Um, but, okay. Um, so you like, you released Falling and that like really took off. So yeah. can you like, and also, by the way, congrats on that. Um, Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. So like, can you talk about that song a little bit, like the process and like what it's about? Um, yeah. Yeah. So originally with Falling, um, like I keep a journal and I just like write a bunch of like things that just are just like, I guess, poems or whatever they are. Like, I don't really know um like they're not necessarily like song lyrics or whatever um but like the chorus of falling was originally like just like this poem that's why literally none of it rhymes like if you listen back to it like nothing rhymes you know except for like the melody um mm-hmm. which came later but um yeah so i had this this like just the chorus basically but it was you know written out it's just something random and um like I wrote it about this girl that I had been dating for a long time at that point but I was just kind of like putting my headspace in like when 
I first met her. Um, and right before I met her, like it was, um, like I was in high school and everything. So I was like, like, this was right before I went to homeschool also. Um, like I just gotten out of this like breakup that like, you know, I was probably being like dramatic about as far as like how horrible it was. But at the time, you know, everything was the worst. And um, I was like, yeah, I'm never, I was just talking to my friends and I was like, I'm never going to do this again. Like, I hate this, blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck love, you know, like, eh. and, um, and then I went to driving school, like, and she went to this other, like, high school. So I never, like, saw her ever. Um, cause there was like two high schools in this like immediate area that I was in. Like you either went to this one or the, like that one. Yeah. Um, if you lived like in that neighborhood kind of, yeah. and then, um, so I never like saw her and everything, but like the driving school was like not attached to the school. So we just happened to go at the same time and, um, like we would like flirt and stuff. Um, and then she would like draw all over my, my like instruction book and everything. And I was just like, like copy off her test and everything. Essentially anything that had to do with something I wasn't interested in in school, I would just uh, <laughs> cheat my way through it. Um, oh, look but, at where you are now. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. Um, like, so basically I wrote the song about her, um, but like hella years later, um but for whatever reason when Charlie like in the studio like like when they played his guitar like and then I was like yo like this one for whatever reason this guitar like it was really hitting me like like keep keep this one like let's go and um and then Casey started like doing some drums and stuff and uh and then like I went in and did like some melodies and everything and then I was like for whatever reason, like, I know it doesn't rhyme or whatever, but, like, this little poem thing, like, I'm just going to say it, and so I started saying it, and then um, everybody just kind of, like, started, like, looking more interested, because there was way too many people in the room, there was, like, 12 producers just, like, making beats and stuff, so they weren't really paying attention, Um, like, so they were just, like, making beats and everything, but then, like, I kind of saw all their heads, like, look up, it was really tight um and that's when I was like all right cool so I kept saying that part and like like a few times until I locked it down and then the verses just kind of came pretty easy after that like we made the whole song like from start to finish in like two hours oh wow um, yeah it was it was like really quick and everything and then um I remember like being like damn like I was really breathy and, and like the chorus, you know, um, and we tried to take the breaths out because I thought that's what I wanted. And I was like, damn, like it doesn't hit the same, but for whatever reason, the breaths were really bothering me. And, um, but then like, yeah, we ended up going like the final version that we put out was like the demo mix. Like, like it wasn't even like like the mix that we tried to get mixed by like like crazy professional engineers like Edgar like just was in the room and like he he felt the vibe I guess so 
we just went with the demo mix and it was wow. like yeah wow so. that's crazy like two hours of work turned into this like huge huge thing that ended up like I guess propelling you to where you are now I mean that's yeah. awesome that's so yeah, awesome. it was insane like like I like I think I knew falling was gonna be a thing you know like At in the back like, of your mind yeah like we all did we all were like yo like this is gonna be a hit or something like that but like at the same time whenever I like think that way about a song um like I always try to like detach a little bit from it afterwards after I like say it because I don't want to like get let down or whatever yeah um but I I also want to like yeah it's like a weird thing because like I want to detach a little bit from it but at the same time I want to go all in and like manifest it um so it's like this weird like in between yeah yeah I I thought wild on that project was actually going to be like way bigger than falling but you know like that's not really up to me at that point it's (laughs) not my song anymore it's the world's song at that point so yeah Um, yeah cool um and then you most recently like I mentioned earlier released fingers crossed with Julia Michaels how did that happen how did you get connected with her and then also explain that I love hearing the process behind your songs so explain that for this one too yeah so with fingers crossed um I I went and linked up with Jason Evigan, who's uh, one of the producers on uh, Fingers Crossed. And basically, like we had a like a writing session and everything, because for a while I wasn't really into like writing with other people and everything like that. Why? Um, just, I mean, I just like or because I have a very like unorganized like just go like type of workflow like. I just want to go in and like, like say what I want to say and not have to hear any, it's, it's kind of, you know, I you don't want to be back in that moment. Yeah. Not in that moment. Cause it throws me off. Like, I don't like to, the, like recording to stop. Like we'll loop the beat like until I'm done basically. Like, I don't like it. If it stops, it throws me off. Okay. Um, but cause I try to like zone out and kind of like, get in the emotion and like like how method actors or what do they call it yeah method acting right mm-hmm. yeah um like they'll just like really try to get in that character and yeah. I'll just try to get in that mindset especially if it's not current like sometimes it's current sometimes it's not like if, if it's like writing about something that happened a while back and I'm not currently in that headspace I really try to like tap in that way I can like because I feel like sometimes people just say shit and like it just like sounds like they're just saying shit and I'm trying to like make sure people can feel it too and they're like yeah I don't know but yeah like well so I did this writing session with Jason Nevigan and uh and like we made this really dope song and um and then I was telling him and this was during 2020 like after falling blew up Mm -hmm. and like I don't have a lot of features that much you know um and he was like oh like are you having any features on this next album 
And I was like, honestly, bro, I don't even know how to ask people to feature with me. Like, I would do so many more features if I knew how to, like, just ask other artists to link up and make songs. But, like, I always feel weird because it's like, like, I've been asked to link up and make songs and I don't really want to at the time. (laughs) And, like, like, I don't want to tell them, like, yo, I don't want to, but I also don't want to be, like, like, lie to them, you know? Um, but, uh, I told him about that and he's like, oh, like, like, who do you want to work with? And I like said this, like list of names and everything. And he was really cool with Julia. Um, and like a few other people that I ended up working with, but it's just like not out. Um, but, and those aren't on this project, but yeah, but like, um, Basically, he, like, mentioned, he was like, oh, I'm going to talk to Julia. And then, for whatever reason, at the same time, like, uh, like my manager, like, one of my managers, Brandon, he was talking to Julia's manager, like, and it was like, I hadn't even said anything about it. Wow. Um, so, it just kind of was, like, a thing. And then, like, the next day, he's like, hey, like, would you want to link with Jason Evigan and Julia Michaels? And I'm like, what the hell that's so weird we were just talking about that I'm down um so um we ended up linking up and now that we're finally to the actual story um like uh yeah we we got in the room and everything like yeah it was cool like everybody was super cool um you know like it was like weird because I hadn't really chilled with anybody in months because COVID and everything but um like this was probably like six months deep into COVID once people were like okay as long as we're all tested we can do studio sessions and everything um but I was still like weird as fuck around people um but like yeah so like Julia has a very like precise way of writing from what I like noticed mm-hmm. um but like so hers is like way more organized and she's very like detail oriented but at the same time somehow she doesn't overthink anything like she's very like she just she's great like she just knows how to do it like yeah. um and then like Evigan's kind of the same way um but like with me, I'm just like really messy. So I was like, yo, um, I can't think of anything um, right now. So I'm going to go in there and I'm just going to like, like close my eyes and just go off a vibe. And then, um, and then I just like started like, like freestyling ideas that like the production kind of like made me think. And then um, like, basically out of that like my verse was kind of done and then um like I had said something about fingers crossed and like a mumble melody or whatever um and then like Julia's like yo that right there like that's it and then she like kind of came up with like most of the lines in the chorus um like really quick and I was like okay tight and then so I cut those and then we like we pretty much finished out the chorus together and everything 
And then um, like, even in that session, I remember Jason being like, so is this just like a writing session um, or, or what? And because uh, at the time I was like the only person who had put vocals on the song, but she was there and everything. But I still didn't know how to be like, oh yeah, like let's make the song together, you know? But yeah. I was like, I'm down for whatever, you know? Um, but yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I really got the point across. I was just being yeah, social. Like at the, well, at the time it just seemed like I, I didn't really know how to be like, yeah, I want you on this song. Um, and then, so we got in a group chat after, and then I'm like, yeah, well, if you want to throw any vocals on it, and she was like, okay, good. Like, I was like, I didn't want to just intrude on the song or anything. And I'm like, damn, the whole time I didn't want to like make you feel awkward or by asking or some shit. Um, but yeah. And then like a couple weeks later, like once she wasn't like super busy with her, um, her album and everything, she like sent this verse back. And I was just like, bro, what the hell? Like, this is insane. Um, Cause like, if you really just go in and listen to her verse, there's so many like things that you gotta like kind of think about, like, but they're just so good. Like, like save all of our reservations for date night. That's insane. Like if you really think about it, like that shit's like a really fire line. <laughs> like, but yeah, that, that was a really dope session. I learned a ton just by like, like watching how they like think in their creative process and everything yeah. and um yeah so yeah it was tight nice um so like I first of all I love the music video um Thank you. yeah who whose idea was it and also this is probably a question that just I have and nobody else really cares about but like were you guys were you and Julia like was that filmed separately or was it filmed at the same time with both of you guys and just like different you know angles or um yeah we were there um basically like um so the video basically we just kind of like explained everything to the director who's like my creative director and like I really feel like he's tapped in and really knows exactly what I want. Like, um, cause I had a bunch of mood boards on Pinterest basically. And then in Dropbox and everything. And like 95% of it was already like his work. Um, so, or things that he had worked on. And um, so we were just like, fuck it, let's go to the source, you know? Um, and so when we, when Grant and I talk about things, he's like, I can just kind of say random shit that comes to my mind and I don't have to organize it and he'll just get it. And um, like, so basically it was kind of like that with the music video. I just like explained like the song and like, like visually where I wanted to go. And then he brought back this idea um to julie and i and then at first we were like the hospital maybe it's like too soon you know 
yeah. like with with everything um but then we were just like fuck it let's run it and uh because we also thought about a school and then we we're like nah nah like that's equally as traumatizing um but yeah so we just kind of we just ran it and like while we shot the video um like we were both there like some scenes like i i would like kind of step out or whatever and she would be oh, sorry someone's calling me oh, no it's fine elk city oklahoma what is that um how do i get back to the screen okay yeah basically yeah we were there the whole time and um we wanted to do the split screen thing to kind of like just show like different like sides of like point of views and stuff at least like um like because in every situation there's like two sides of the story and everything um and that's kind of like an underlying tone of the song that's not really like expressed in like the clearest way mm -hmm. um and it's not in the video it's not like super clear either but that's really what it it meant um and then at the end it's like this like circle like basically dude sat in a chair with the camera and this other guy was like spinning him and it was like getting this like like both of us just like going round and round and uh and that's just kind of like blending all of this shit that like we had been through and just kind of like like doing it like and just going you know um so that's that's pretty much what the I hope that makes sense it does. Um, you don't have to ask. Look, I mean, <laughs> at least it makes sense to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm like yeah. on the same chaotic wavelength as you. Yeah. So it makes sense to me. But yeah. yeah. Um, and you're so you're doing some festivals coming up. It, will that be the first mm -hmm. time that you're like that you perform in public, like in front of people? Um, no, I've done a few shows basically like the first shows that I really count as shows that weren't just like one of my friends, like, or two of my friends in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, like I opened up for young pinch in 2018. Um, like, like he asked me to open up for him. Uh, it was, it was, uh, me, Tyler Yahweh and young pinch. We just saw all like did the tour and that was really cool because um nobody knew my music so everybody was just like standing there <laughs> for like most of the tour um until sort of like the end of my set when they kind of caught the vibe and they were like okay like he's cool we can dance like we can approve this um but it was super awkward at first and I had to get through that which I'm glad that happened like at the time like it felt like my like chest was gonna fall out but um like the first few shows then I stopped caring because I realized like I look dumber being nervous on stage than I do like just not caring and performing and um so that was like that was like probably the most helpful thing ever and then I went on my own tour and that one was all over the place um like it was the restless tour and we'd have some shows with like literally 10 people in the crowd and then the next show would be like, 
like 200 so like it it would like range a lot depending on where we were um and I say 200 but like at a certain point I just can't really tell how many people are there um just because it could have been less but like you know I'm gonna stick with 200 because that like it sounds better that's and, and it felt felt like it you know yeah um except for like Arizona like I know there was only 50 people there but you know they were fucking insane like the walls were literally shaking like wow. yeah they were going crazy and it was like 50 people um max like wow. that's probably an exaggeration on that one but um but then once falling blew up we scheduled this whole tour for 2020 um we were going to do an, a, a european tour uh a tour throughout the states and then um i was going to open up for camila cabello on her arena tour which is like yeah wild okay. um and so we did two like teaser shows for the tour um just to like like let people know you know so we did the rocks tea in la that sold out and um we didn't put sold out on the sign because it was above capacity like way above capacity and we didn't want the fire marshal to come mm -hmm. um but yeah so that was sick knowing that is what we had to do um and then we did a show in new york at a similar size venue it was about the same size and that one sold out um and like and so we were just like yo like this is crazy like so those those were the like first times that I performed but um like it's so wild like once something sold out like the more people that know like my songs and everything like the less nervous I am like the more people that are there like small crowds freak me out because like, I, I could feel their eyes on me and it's okay. like you know what I mean and then yeah. I'm just like damn um but like, and then I feel like the crowd is half of the show. You know what I mean? Like the, like the, just like the, the crowd being in there and the energy. Cause, cause like, I've been to shows where I was like feeling weird or whatever. And then like people around me are just like jumping and shit. And I'm like, all right, I'm being lame. Let me like get off my feet and go, you know? Yeah. And then I felt amazing after that, you know? Yeah. Uh, so sometimes like I feel like the crowd definitely helps people have a great experience too because it's not just them they have all these other people that they're just like yo like we're we're all in this bitch just turning up and it's like you know like I, yeah. I feel like that yeah so we're, we're gonna do this Lala's gonna be the biggest show I've ever played uh so far and like the like depending on the crowd sizes throughout all these festivals. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest, I think Roxy had like 600 people, um, some something like that, 700-ish. So, and then Lala, I'm assuming there's gonna be thousands. So <laughs> yeah. I'm excited, but. Nice, which one are you most excited for? I'm like looking at where you're gonna be. Um, I'm excited for all of them, really. Like, I just love performing. Um, I think 
my like more of my friends and stuff are going to be able to pull up to Lala uh, like and like my mom and stuff so I'm really excited for that one but I'm pretty equally excited about all of them just because I feel like um, you know that's just like off top like those are all going to have tons of people I get to like like play in front of and just like jam out with so yeah. it's going to be fire festival crowds are the best crowds in my opinion yeah. I would much rather go to a music festival than a concert I love it like the the vibe is just so different so I think you're definitely gonna it's definitely gonna be fun um and Firefly is a lot of fun so I've I've low-key I've been to one festival um like uh Kaboo but I I played like a VIP stage so there was like 15 people there um but like on the screen across from me there was like a big ass screen and it was showing the other stage like and if I like looked over a little bit there's like thousands of people (laughs) in front of this dude and there's like literally like 15 people like in this VIP stage or whatever um and then then I look back up and I'm like performing whatever song I was performing I'm like oh shit like (laughs) they're right there (laughs) and um yeah but and and that was dope um but as far as like playing in front of a festival like this is my first festival like and then um like yeah it's the first festival experience that I get to go to like on other days too um, and just kind of see never, it. Never like been to a music festival like at all. No, like mm-hmm. like I mean I was at Kaboo technically, but but like uh, you didn't experience it from like a. Right. Oh wow, you're gonna have yeah. so much fun. Yeah, it's gonna be tight. I'm really hyped about it because, yeah. um, like, you know, we're gonna be busy, but like, I and I've been to South by Southwest, but that one's so different because it's like so many different like smaller stages it's like a different type of festival but um no you need yeah. like the festival where there's like you're in the grass or like dirt and like yeah thousands of people everywhere and people are laying on the ground and like it's oh my god so much fun you're gonna have a great time I've never been to Lala um but I've been to Firefly I planned on going to Lala before the pandemic but you know hell yeah so it's gonna be tight yeah yeah you're gonna have a lot of fun um before you go I wanted to ask you about new music I know you touched on it a little bit earlier um but can you tell us anything about like the new music that you have coming out and like features yeah so um yeah Julia was the only feature I decided to put on this project um but and you know we tried to to do some other features and everything but uh the songs just have to hit you know mm-hmm. they got they got to like feel right and then um yeah like this this project outside of fingers crossed and like a couple other ones i think it's really going to be interesting to see how people react um because (laughs) because I usually talk about like super sad shit um (laughs) like or like 
or or like happy shit like it's it's either like one There's or the no other but it, yeah. and it, it's always like like about a girl or something right but um there was a few songs that I just kind of like made with my friends like messing around and uh like not being serious at all and just like flexing and like saying like 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 bars and shit like there was this one um that we were like listening to a lot of like old Lil Wayne shit where like he just had all these bars and uh we were just like bro what the hell so we went in and we were just like like trying to come up with the like craziest flows and like and shit like that and then uh yeah and I like like I curse in some of my songs but I don't curse like that much (laughs) there's like a couple of these songs where I just like I'm really interested to see like what my grandma says like (laughs) yeah I don't know I don't know how that's gonna go but um she probably won't care um we'll find out yeah but yeah there's like a few songs where like we were just having fun didn't didn't expect to like drop it or anything but they're just so hard like in my opinion you know like I just I was like yo this is definitely not like what people expect but it was so fun making it like like I I feel like you can hear it too and it's just also like I'm trying not to take myself too serious all the time like that that's boring you know like I like telling like my stories and stuff and like and like being like really like showing emotion and everything it's kind of like it helps me get things out but I also um like I also like to have fun too you know what I mean like I like to like there's there's I just there's a time and place for like every type of song and uh like you know I'm not 100% emotional all the time sometimes I'm just like turning up with my friends like being dumb as hell and um like I think that's important too because that's always those are the times that like when I really need to be with my friends and like hang out and like just not care about anything and just say and do dumb shit like it's like like those are important too because you leave that situation feeling refreshed and everything so yeah nice so it sounds like we're gonna get to see I guess like a different side of you um yeah yeah it'll it'll definitely be interesting I'm excited for it yeah I'm excited too I'm really excited to see uh, what everyone thinks so yeah when is it do you have a date for it yet um so there's multiple dates because I know I didn't feed everybody for like a year because I was like in this weird ass headspace I didn't know what to do um but like yeah so there's like there's only eight songs on this project like, I don't know if that one, uh, if I'm allowed to say that, but whatever. There's mm-hmm. only eight songs on this project, but um, I'm make, I'm, I want to treat every song like an individual project a little bit mm-hmm. um, and really just build out like, like the visual side of it so people can really understand where I want to go, you know what I mean? Um, and kind of understand like this, like, like the visual side of how I like, 
see what I'm hearing in the music. I mean, just kind of help them like step into it a little more, but also just like, so I, I just feel like singling it out and treating each thing as an individual project with like all the content and like content, you know what I mean? Um, like different little pieces that like can like branch out from the song and like tell the story and just help people connect to it. I feel like that's really gonna, uh, that's a big part of this project. Um, and then like, so I'm singling everything out. And then after this project, um, there's like a, a full, full album. Yeah. Like, yeah. So nice. I'm excited for that too. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, this is going to be great. I would love to like have you back on once the, one that's coming out drops and then once your album drops that would be cool and just kind of get like pick your brain on those songs yeah oh yeah that'd be dope I'm down yay all right well thank you so much for being on is there anything else you want to say anything you uh want to shout out um I I'm chilling I yeah sad now doesn't mean sad forever you know that's the album name um and it's also what i've been living by for the past year or so um yeah turn out nice <laughs> shout out julia michaels yes thank you for listening to this episode of time out and be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to follow us at Swagger RS on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.